Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained with myself, Will, and the incomparable Annie Gan. How are you, Annie? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and the incompetent Annie Gan. And I am both incompetent and Oh no, and I was. Sorry, a spelling mistake on my script. It was a spelling mistake. But say. Typo. I'm absolutely fantastic. And how is herself of the day? She's fantastic. It's a bit later than usual to be recording. That is my fault. There's birthdays in the way and everything. But sure, listen, we got there in the end. Oh, we did. It's 10pm at night here in the southeast of Ireland. And this is just how dedicated we are to this podcast that I stayed up past my bedtime to record. So I did. Me too. We're two old ones at this stage. <laughs> before before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say a thank you to some of our new Patreon subscribers. Whoop, whoop. So um, I want to say a big thank you to Heather McAllister. I want to say a big thank you to Libby. And there is Nicola Elliott. Thank you, Nicola. And I want to say a massive thank you to somebody who goes by the name of BMW. Now, you might think that this guy has a super fast motor car speeding around and I think he's hot shit. But I know that he really is hot shit because BMW stands for Big Massive Willy. Well, that's what I think anyway. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Thanks, Big Massive Willy. And if you wish to do so, you can support the show and get loads of past episodes and bonus little treats um, by joining our Patreon. Um, if not, we would love if you could review and um, share the show because it helps also. But thanks so much for supporting. Thank you, guys. Um, Annie. Thank you. Yes, my darling. What have you got for me? Have you got a big surprise, a big massive package, a big massive woolly from me? <laughs> I do have a fantastic paranormal story for you. This week, obviously, I'm biased, so I'm going to say it's fantastic, but it is fantastic. Um, Annie, have you ever heard of the um, 1996 Brazilian Roswell incident? 1996? Brasilia? No. Roswell? No. Tell me more. 
1996, the small Brazilian town of Virginia would enter the new year with a mystery of epic proportions. In the 90s, the town of Virginia was one of Brazil's up-and-coming towns. It benefited from exceptional growth within the coffee industry, meaning its local economy was thriving. Other than that, the town itself didn't have very much else going on with it. Now, we all know those little towns. We all all know the town. They've got one industry. (laughs) We're all from those kind of places. And the only industry here was the fucking pub. Yes, exactly. In Ireland, yes. The coffee industry is is the the, um, alcohol industry, basically. Um, so yeah, we can relate. We can relate entirely. I, also, I feel Brazil like I'm is there. very Catholic. Oh, very Catholic. I can absolutely relate to that as well. We all made our first communion and our first confession and our first holy fucking confirmation and all the rest of it. And do we go to church now? No, we. Residents mostly look forward to calendar events such as New Year's and February's Carnival, but in 1996 they would experience another event that was out of this mother tucking world. <laughs> In the early hours of Saturday the 20th of January, a farmhand, Yuriko Rodriguez and his partner, Orlina Augusta, were awoken at approximately 1.30am by the panicked sounds of livestock outside. Can you do a cow mooing just for effect there, please? Oh, holy <laughs> lord, that will be edited out. Perhaps a predator was troubling the livestock. Or had one escaped and was encouraging the others to join it, they thought to themselves. Quick, Yuriko, it could be thieves. Arlena gave a quick look out the window and stood transfixed. Arlena, come on, Arlena. As Yuriko made his way to the window to see what Arlena was looking at, he noticed flecks of light dart along the floor and cast shapes on his clothes as if something was reflecting moonlight. Approaching the window, he stood dumbfounded as he and Aurelina watched a grey submarine-like object about the size of a small school bus stalking the animals below. <gasps> Sorry. 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 Sorry, a submarine, you say? I would definitely think I was dreaming if I saw that. 100%. Or be after taking something. Come on, that is crazy. <laughs> the craft was utterly silent, gliding through the air Only for the terrified livestock mooing below, you would never even have known it was there. This unbelievable sight stayed visible for approximately five minutes before disappearing. The couple, wholly baffled at such a strange sight, decided not to contact the local police for fear they would be ridiculed. Which is fair enough. Absolutely. You're not going to ring them up and be like, hiya, there is a... Floating submarine? Yeah. There's a floating submarine in the sky about the size of a school bus and it's actually going after our cows. Can you send someone out? <laughs> it's not going to wash. It's not going to wash. I so made, I would have just went back to bed too. I have made that exact phone call a few times. No, I haven't. But I'm telling you, this is my main fear of ever encountering the actual, encountering the actual paranormal. Who's going to fucking believe you? They just all think, well, you're half cracked anyway and now you're fully cracked and that's it. Good night. Story over. Bye-bye. I wouldn't believe you, definitely. It wouldn't be until a few days later that their encounter would be classed as minor compared to what other local residents would encounter. A few days later, a man named Carlos de Sousa described seeing a UFO rocking and jerking around in the sky before crashing to the ground. De Sousa describes the spacecraft 
as the size of a school bus, but shaped like a submarine, with white smoke leaking out of a gash in its back. He compared the UFO to a malfunctioning washing machine, rocking and jerking around in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, like, whatever about the lads ringing the guards, the fucking submarine. Imagine. Ah, sorry, now, there seems to be a malfunctioning washing machine floating around in the sky outside my house. Would you go down and have a look? She's stuck on spin cycle. She's and she'd be there for about three hours. In Ireland, this would translate to I tell you, I put it on a delicate wash and it took fucking flight. It took fucking flight. And it's fucking oh is, is that for frightening the cattle? Is that for frightening the cattle? Seven days after the incident, a trio of young women, sisters Farorica and Liliane, 14 and 16, with their friend Katya, decided to take a shortcut home through a vacant lot in the suburbs of the town. As they made their way down the sloping lot, one of the sisters spotted something unusual. There in a clump of weeds, against the wall, was a creature like nothing they had ever seen before. It wasn't a man or an animal, It was something different. The being was said to have had large, deep, orangey-red eyes, oily brown skin and rubbery limbs. Three rounded protrusions sprouted from its oversized head. Standing out in another way was the creature's odour. One ghastly whiff weakened the knees, similar to the smell of ammonia. For 20 days I smelled its smell. I couldn't stand the smell. I didn't know where it came from. I even washed my nose with alcohol and water. It was an ammonia smell, said Katya. As for the creature's demeanour, the women unanimously agreed that it looked frightened or uncomfortable in the Brazilian heat. Terrified, they ran home to the Silva residence, crying. Alarmed at her daughter's upset faces, Mrs Sylvia asked what was the matter, only to be greeted by her daughters and Katya telling her that they had seen a devil. Mrs. Sylvia decided to go back to the spot where the girls said they had seen this supposed devil to try and see if she could put their minds at ease. Once she got there, there was nothing but weeds to see, until she looked down at the ground and spotted a tree-toed footprint with a rounded heel, the only evidence of what the girls had encountered, and a lingering smell of ammonia. Mrs. Sylvia never doubted what the girls had seen, They were good girls in her eyes and never caused any trouble. It would have been extremely out of character for them to lie or pull a prank on their mother. It wasn't long after before local press got wind of the story. And by the following day, popular TV show Fantastico announced the news that Virginia had a visitor from another world stalking its streets. Six miles away from the crash, according to locals, the military set up a blockade in a residential neighbourhood. Sources say that the local fire department, which is under control of the military police, captured one of the creatures in the morning. And another officer captured a second, near where the three girls had seen it, later that afternoon. The officer who captured this creature, Marco Cherez, soon grew sick after he claimed the creature had scratched him while being captured. A doctor at the local hospital who treated Marco back in 1996 said Therese openly spoke about the creature as he feared he was dying after developing a mysterious, rapidly spreading infection. Unfortunately, Marco Therese did in fact pass away. 
which added even more mystery to this case. Yeah, we're just going to stop there for a minute. How fucking terrifying is that? That this thing scratched him, then he got this weird infection and then died all in the space of a very short period of time. I'm talking about a day, I think, a day or two. That has just kind of ramped things up a little bit because, you know, when somebody dies after saying that they got scratched by a demon, devil, dog fucking thing and and then they actually fucking die and then the doctor confirms what they were talking about. Like, sorry, like, I... There's been a death here and I'm I'm not feeling very uncomfortable. What is even more peculiar is that a radiographer working in the hospital was instructed to take x-rays of something inside a body bag that the military presented to him. Upon doing so, it is standard practice to review the x-rays to make sure a clear image has developed. But he was told that this was not necessary. This body bag was then bundled away in a military truck on the military truck it was brought in on. After it had left, however, a strong ammonia-like smell started to fill the room. Cleaners tried cleaning and disinfecting the room to no avail. Eventually, due to complaints from staff and patients, that part of the hospital had to be sealed off for quite some time, which is also terrifying. Various documentaries have been made about what may or may not have happened in Virginia in 1996. Some people say that the whole thing is a hoax that was drummed up to attract tourists to the area. And sure enough, the town does play on this alleged incident. But the witnesses that have come forward come across as sincere characters, even somewhat embarrassed as they tell their story for fear of being ridiculed. It was skinny, weak and fragile, said Vittorio Patacini, a civilian UFO investigator, who said he was shown a 35-second film fragment of the creature by a senior officer in 2012. It had brown skin with an oil or grease on the body. It had a big head with big red eyes and no pupils. The face was that like a reptile, like a frog, with strange red eyes three times bigger than ours and three protuberances at the top of its head. Talking about one of the captured creatures, Patagini said the creature was alive but looked like it was about to die. It made a little sound, he said, like a bee, which totally threw me off guard when he said that. Yeah, like a bee, like that's... That, that's like something yeah you, you you weren't expecting that not that you're expecting the fucking alien creature in the first place but like a bee like who's coming up with this like oh oh my god I am gagged Patagini said that he has videotaped interviews with at least seven military officers about the encounter that he's keeping in secure locations after he accused the military of a cover up he said hostile drivers on four separate occasions bumped into his car on the highway On the fourth time, two shots were fired at his car. He said that he has received hundreds of death threats over the years and in 2004, he moved to Italy to escape. Another UFO researcher in the area, Patricia Fernandez Silva, described two creatures that were nearly identical to the one described by Patacini and the three girls. She says that a former sheriff of Virginia who learned she was a UFO researcher, invited her into an office building in 2014 where he and four other officers interrogated her for hours. The whole time they were asking me about my relationship to Virginia, but I have never investigated this case. I knew about it, but I had nothing to do with it. 
Finally, the senior officer asked the other officers to leave the room. It was then that he showed her a colour photo shot on film and printed on Kodak paper. In the photo, says Silva, were two creatures, one dead and the other crouched in the same way the three girls had described it. It had three, I won't say horns, but three high abscesses on its forehead, she said. He took the picture and said, Are you sure you don't know anything about this day? Look at the photo. I was scared, but I said no, I had no knowledge. The former sheriff told Silva that his hands had been paralysed ever since he grabbed the creature's legs. The man's hands were cupped and he struggled awkwardly to pull the photo out of an old newspaper he kept in a transparent folder, she said. Unlike Patticini and the girls, Silva said the eyes of the creature were black, not red. But otherwise, she described identical creatures. The mouth was very small, she said. The skin of the alive one had a shine, but it was not an oily shine. It was a kind of gooey, like he just stepped out of a swimming pool. It was wet, damp skin. Now, Annie, that's where the story kind of lays its head down. Because we don't really get very much more detail past this. We do get an official military explanation, though, however which is absolutely pathetic. I'm very interested to hear it all the same. The official explanation for this alleged incident was the following. Military Captain Calza says, He cannot vouch for what the three women saw in January, but the activity on the base that fateful weekend, he insists, was anything but otherworldly. New inductees to the sergeant's training school went on parade and a truck convoy was driven to the repair shop. Concurrently, at the town hospital, trucks delivered new cardiovascular equipment and an ambulance dropped off an exhumed corpse, a human body. I call bullshit. And it's actually really interesting that, you see, this even makes me way more suspicious than anything that has gone before. Because if they're trying to come up with some fucking Irish as fuck explanation about what happened, they're obviously trying to explain the movement of vehicles and a bit of activity in the place and the fact that like a vehicle went to the fucking hospital and left and that something got dropped off there. This just sounds Mm -hmm. like bullshit that this is what happened, which then makes me think that there is some kind of cover up. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I will say for anybody who has any interest in alien cases or Roswell or anything like that to definitely check out the documentary which has only just come out in the last few weeks it's called Moment of Contact and it's about this whole case this investigator goes to Virginia and he interviews the three sisters he interviews um, military people that were involved in the case he speaks to the doctor in the hospital like anything I've said about the hospital and all that like is not just like oh allegedly wrote down somewhere he actually interviews people at the hospital goes to the hospital you know people don't want to go on camera they want their face blurred and stuff like that but they tell the whole story and it's always this ammonia like smell sorry this 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 is crazy because there's so much like corroborating is that the word corroborating evidence on this like it wasn't just the three girls who thought that they saw this and feel like this was brought to an institute like to an actual hospital and doctors are willing to say or this doctor is willing to say that this happened like why would they hedge their career on something like this if it was an alleged hoax 
I think because this incident kind of happened during the daytime and this these creatures were spotted like by a good few people throughout the town it was you know it wasn't like oh in the night time and I think a yoke darted out in front of me and I'm not sure yeah. this was like oh no I saw it in the cold like you know hard daylight yeah um that like they definitely saw something in in the area in Virginia at the time and the people kind of like banded together and were just like no like something weird has happened here um so in that documentary I watched it the guy that said that he's seen the um UFO in the sky that crashed he like is so emotional when they bring him to the spot so he can't exactly remember where the spot was so they kind of go on a bit of an investigation and try to find the spot and when they bring him to the spot like he's actually on the ground crying because it was so like crazy which also made me kind of believe like that is true because if you witnessed something that was so incredible you know it's going to stay with you plus you're going to have all these people that are going to after been making fun of you throughout the years when you're brought back there it's probably such a like oh my god I didn't imagine this in my head like this actually happened I can yeah. imagine it would be quite an emotional an emotional thing yeah absolutely whenever he witnessed the crash he said that um, he ran to the site of where where he saw these metal pieces on the ground and he said there were like tin aluminium foil which is similar to Roswell as well mm-hmm. um, what they say about the foil um, and they were spread across the field and he said that he picked up one of the pieces of metal and he crumpled it in his hand and then he let it go and that at that point it actually returned to its original shape and immediately after this whole thing that happened he said that military showed up and the shoulder soldiers started shouting at him to go away and they were saying go away go away I am ordering you and a point in their gun in his face he like basically left now when this all happened then the press like and the news was they were all over it they interviewed all the the, the sisters they interviewed that guy as well mm-hmm. um, and it was properly like on the telly like properly on the telly there's video of like the military trucks in the town like there's so many things and the guy who died Marco his sister never got a proper closure of the whole thing which is so so bad yeah it was really sad she kind of is on this kind of mission to find out what what happened to Marco you know what you know because he developed this infection like within a space of a fucking day and died Mm -hmm. um and just went downhill rapidly Mm -hmm. um and the doctors were saying that they had never really encountered such a fast bacterial infection um so people obviously believe that it's a you know a genuine ufo encounter crash um some people believe that the u.s military was involved because they think that the body of the creature was brought somewhere to the united states but they don't know really where um i think the guy in the documentary was saying that they were going to try and look at that next chapter of the case to see where the body had potentially maybe gone yeah um because there is a lot of there is a lot of uh military personnel that are willing to come forward and i think the guy who drove the truck came forward and he was kind of talking to them but they were just given like these instructions to like do this do that go here pick up that deliver this you know it wasn't like full-on you know this is what's after happening and of course that makes sense you're not going to tell them exactly what happened yeah there was one guy that was brought into somewhere in the hospital not sure if it was the guy that took the x-rays but he was a soldier and he was brought in and he said that on the table was an alien 
he said there was like an alien on the table and that everyone in the room was just like not really talking and there was two people that were like discussing and they were being like a bit like kind of like serious and like being like oh what's going on he said there was one guy with a camcorder like a big 90s thing and he was um he said he wasn't recording whether he had recorded it beforehand or not he wasn't sure and then when he returned to the base there's a military base near the town of virginia um when he returned to the base he said that his senior like you know wanted him to come into the office and said what did you see and he was like oh i'm not sure what i I saw and his senior was just like you saw an alien that was an alien and what you saw was supernatural oh my god and he was like oh my gosh like I can't believe he said that because he thought that maybe he was going to say to him like oh it was just a burnt yeah, like, child I thought what you were saying I thought what you were going to say is your man was like you saw nothing right and the guy was like yeah yeah I saw nothing there's so many interesting mm. things about this like the minute you said that there was a documentary it's like I'm watching it because like it's not it's not yeah. just a few people like there's so many pieces to this puzzle and number one if the military is coming in and they're like they're being that gung-ho about like kind of shutting the thing down then it's not just a few kids messing or somebody trying to pull a stupid hoax like and interesting why is the military base there anyway? i know there's military bases everywhere but this is like mm-hmm really really interesting like this is one of the most interesting stories that I've heard from you in a long time I'm super surprised I also want to say thank you very much that there is um, a letter on the way to the complaints department because there was about like 17 bit parts in this that I could have voiced perfectly and I know that you're just taking revenge on me from last week when I said our producer had cut you from playing parts in this show so um, I do brilliant Portuguese accents I could absolutely have done any of those but no no, Will has to steal the show. I, I think I did that just as I played multiple characters there. I think I did a good job on it. I think it just proves that <laughs> I can do the voices on my own, and therefore we won't need your assistance going forward. Thank you very, thank you very much. I am absolutely um, yeah, gagged no, after this. I have to go watch that straight away. What's it called again? Do you and yeah, Point it's called of Moment contact, of Impact. Moment of con- no in- contact. Moment. Moment of contact. Yes. What did I say? Moment of impact there sorry moment of contact um and it's out i don't know where you can get it. you probably get it on, on amazon or one of those streaming services it's literally only just out um there is another case i'm not going to go into it today and save it for another day maybe but it's called the devon devon demon it's back in the 70s that people encountered um sightings of this creature which reminded me of this creature. Oh. Like. An English version. Very much so. Mm. Uh, no sorry. That's. It's uh, actually in Massachusetts. It's not Devon in the UK. Oh it's, it's Devon. Devon in Massachusetts. Ah. Sorry, Devon yes. Mass. Oh my gosh. This is so interesting. Will might have actually. Uncovered a really really interesting. Breaking news story. And I'm just absolutely gagged. If I. If I die. Under mysterious circumstances. You know why guys. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. <laughs> But that's all I have for you this week. Um, Annie will be back next week with another wonderful story, I'm sure. Um, In the meantime, stay safe. Don't go looking for any ammonia smelling (laughs) demons or aliens. You're the only um, ammonia smelling beast in this vicinity. I'll tell you that. Go on over. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you want to help the show, you can totally do so by writing a little review and pressing the follow link on wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, yep, yep. Join us. 
next week for another episode where I can never do an intro. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Join. Join. You just do it. Thanks. Join us next week for another episode of Mysteries of the A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.